48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The chief executive warns that Hong Kong residents quarantined on a cruise ship in Japan will be put on a watch list if they refuse to evacuate. A union group says the government needs to do more for workers affected by COVID-19, not just businesses. And HSBC's interim boss warns that the bank isn't delivering acceptable returns as the banking giant's annual pre-tax profits fall by a third. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, says Hong Kong resident quarantined on a cruise ship in Japan amid an outbreak of the new coronavirus will be put on a watch list if they refuse to evacuate. More than 450 people aboard the Diamond Princess have been infected, including at least 21 Hong Kong residents. Two chartered flights will bring back more than 300 Hong Kong passengers to face two weeks of quarantine here. They may not realize that if they don't take this charter flight and they uh, disembark, they think they could board a commercial flight and come back to Hong Kong. One is they may have difficulty in getting a commercial flight ticket because if people know that they come from this cruise, then there may be some uh, worries. Secondly is even if they manage to take a commercial flight back upon arrival at the Hong Kong International Airport, they will be stopped by the immigration department because they will be put on on the sort of um, watch list and our port health officials will then approach them and will likewise serve a quarantine order. Earlier, the Undersecretary for Security, Sonny O, oh, said Hong Kong passengers with symptoms of the virus wouldn't be brought back, but would be treated in Japan and close contacts would be quarantined. The passengers will be sent to a newly built public housing centre in Fotan, which has been turned into a quarantine centre. The chief executive has appealed for understanding from nearby residents and she added that police would protect Chun Yung estate from being damaged by opponents of the plan. We have already uh, arranged the law enforcement bodies, basically the police, to, uh, to guard the, the estate because uh, we, we, I mean Hong Kong, could not afford not to have the centre. So we could not afford this centre to be uh, vandalised and destroyed by, uh, by rioters. We will do all we could to uh, protect this estate and I hope residents in the vicinity and by the way it's actually in the Fortan industrial estate it's not right in the midst of a residential area but I hope uh, residents around will accept this arrangement which is um, of benefit to the whole society. Carrie Lam also said authorities are still trying to work out how to evacuate more than 2,000 Hong Kong residents stuck in Hubei province, the epicentre of the outbreak where all transport has been stopped. Pro-Beijing lawmaker Holden Chow says Hong Kong residents on the ship who won't evacuate should face mandatory quarantine in Japan before being allowed to travel. If they decide not to join the charter of right, I think at least there should be an arrangement for them, at least, for example, being quarantined in Japan. As you know that we have seen confirmed the cases uh, on the Diamond Princess. So uh, I think we must take a sort of a draconian approach in dealing with this uh, crisis. The head of the University of Hong Kong Centre for Infection, Ho Pak Leung, says he's worried about the condition of people still aboard the Diamond Princess. He says the number of cases shows the infection rate is higher than the cluster of SARS cases found at the Amoy Gardens housing estate in 2003. He said as many as 70 people infected on board the vessel didn't show signs of any symptoms. Dr Ho says any... The government needs to arrange an inspection of the ventilation and sewage systems at the Fotan housing estate where the returning passengers will be quarantined just to prevent further spread of the disease. And the mainland, cor- current, I'm sorry, the 
mainland coronavirus death toll has jumped past 1,800, with 98 more deaths world nationwide. Hubei province, meanwhile, reported 1,800 new cases, a fall from yesterday's figure. Mainland health officials have also published details on 45,000 confirmed cases as of last Tuesday, saying more than 80% have been mild. The Confederation of Trade Unions has urged the government to provide more help for workers whose businesses are hard hit by the coronavirus outbreak. The CTU says COVID-19 should be listed as an occupational disease under the Employees' Compensation Ordinance so that medical staff and workers at the quarantine camps will be protected. It added that the government should give cash subsidies to workers who are now jobless, forced to take no-pay leave or quarantined. Carrollton, CTU's chairperson, said the government's $28 billion fund doesn't cover most workers. Obviously, it's helping them on the finance, but for the employers only. How about the employee side? There seems none. For those uh, low-income subsidiaries or, or subsidies schemes for the low-income families, and unless you are, your, your household earnings were used to be so low to qualify that kinds of um, um, sponsorship scheme, whatever. For those workers just above that level of earnings, but they are still facing similar kinds of redundancy or unpaid leave request, then who's gonna to help them? And the union also said employees are duty bound to give face masks to workers like drivers and waiters, or these staff can refuse to work. And the Civic Party joined calls for a handout to offset the impact of the downturn. It says next week's budget should include $10,000 for every Hong Kong adult to boost spending and raise morale during the outbreak. The party also suggests handouts for people laid off or forced to take unpaid leave because of the virus. Party lawmaker Alvin Young says the government's planned fund to mitigate the impact of the virus doesn't help enough people. This is why the, the Civic Party thought there's a gap, a huge gap. Um, ordinary people who do not own a business, uh, ordinary people who, who can't afford to have a flat, uh, but they're renting, then what could they do? Yeah? So this is why we thought by handing out cash to everybody, that could be the most effective way to help those people from this very, very special situation. Meanwhile, more than 60 police supporters have protested outside government headquarters in Tamar, calling for RTHK to be shut down. They chanted slogans calling the public broadcast a white elephant and more toxic than the new coronavirus and accusing it of promoting hatred and rebelling against Beijing. They also accused RTHK's satirical show headliner of smearing the police force. The police earlier also wrote a letter to the director of broadcasting expressing regret that the show had implied that the police were stockpiling supplies of protective equipment. An RTHK spokesman defended the show saying it reflects a range of social values. And the government says it's received more than 200 complaints against Headliner since last Saturday. It urged the public broadcaster to strictly abide by its charter. The Commerce and Economic Development Secretary Edward Yao says the Director of Broadcasting is ultimately accountable for editorial decisions. The government says the Office of the Communications Authority is following up the complaints. Overseas and a document shown to the BBC suggests that some of the estimated one million Muslims in Chinese internment camps were sent there simply because they had a beard or wore a veil. Others were considered potentially radicalised by the authorities because they'd applied for a passport. The document appears to set out how officials decided the fate of Uyghur detainees. A leading expert on the subject, Dr Adrian Zen, says the level of detail is unprecedented. It gives reasons for 
why people have been put into re-education camps. It gives information about the entire family circle, three generations, about their social circles, about the religious inheritance that they've had. And then finally, the authorities are arriving at a verdict of whether this person should be released or not. And oftentimes there's multiple entries where we can see how a verdict has changed or evolved over time. The Chinese embassy in London insists the camps are vocational training centres. Top EU officials have told the Facebook boss Mark Zuckerberg he's not doing enough to regulate the content on his platform and called on him to do more to defend European democracies. At a meeting in Brussels, officials said the tech company must back up its efforts to curb hate speech and disinformation with regulation and accountability. One EU commissioner, Thierry Breton, said the proposals were too slow and too low. Online platforms have a responsibility, an obvious responsibility towards our fellow citizens, towards all of us, towards those who are users of its society, and also towards democracy. If all the platforms operating on the European continent do not comply with the conditions I have just mentioned, yes, we will be obliged to intervene, and more strictly. Facebook has said it wants to work with governments on setting up new rules for the internet. The US technology giant Apple has warned it won't achieve its forecast revenues this financial quarter because of the coronavirus outbreak. It said the worldwide supply of iPhones will be constrained because of reduced production. Here's the BBC's Zoe Thomas. China is the company's second largest sales market after the US and home to most of Apple's production. That's why the coronavirus outbreak is having such a significant impact. The company's boss, Tim Cook, said in a statement Apple was experiencing a slower return to normal. That's because many of the factories that make Apple parts have not fully reopened since the end of the Lunar New Year celebration. And most of Apple's Chinese stores remain closed in accordance with government guidelines. When it announced its fourth quarter earnings in January, Apple warned investors this could happen. But the confirmation won't be welcome news. The world's biggest miner, BHP, has also warned that demand for its product will probably dip because of the coronavirus. The chief executive of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, has pledged 10 billion US dollars to help tackle climate change. The fund would give grants to projects by scientists, activists and non-governmental bodies. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. Jeff Bezos, the world's richest person, is estimated to be worth around $130 billion. He said the fund would provide grants starting this summer to scientists, activists and non-governmental organisations working on new ways to fight the devastating impact of climate change. We can save the earth, he declared. Amazon has been criticised for the emissions produced by its huge fleets of delivery vehicles and for creating large amounts of waste from packaging used to deliver its products. Last September, Mr Bezos said the company would become carbon neutral by 2040. HSBC says its 2019 pre-tax profits fell by a third on year to 13.3 billion US dollars. Its interim chief Noel Quinn warned that the global banking giant isn't delivering acceptable returns. It also reported a loss before tax of 3.9 billion US dollars for the fourth quarter of last year, hit by a goodwill impairment of 7.3 billion dollars and a billion dollar UK bank levy charge. Currencies, the, US, the euro is trading at 1 US dollar 8 cents, 1 US dollar buys 109.7 yen and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 9 cents. A short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,581, 378 points down on the previous close. And now with the sports, it's Adam Chung.
Organizers of the Tokyo Marathon, one of the biggest running events in the world, have announced it will no longer be a mass participation event because of health concerns over the coronavirus outbreak. Only elite runners and wheelchair athletes will compete in the marathon, which takes place on the 1st of March. The BBC's Katie Falkenheim has more. So the organisers have been keeping an eye on coronavirus, as expected over the past few weeks,、uh, and they have been putting in preventive measures. Along the way, so earlier this month, they announced that masks and hand sanitizer would be would be handed out at the marathon.、Uh, just last Friday, they asked all runners who、uh, live in China to defer their entry to 2021. But now, after confirmation of new cases of coronavirus in Tokyo,、um, they have had to cancel the mass participation element of the marathon.、Um, so now, it is only the elite runners and the wheelchair racers、um, who will be competing in Tokyo. To football now, Manchester United moved to just three points outside the Champions League places after a controversial victory at Chelsea. Oh, lovely cross in, lovely goal, Manchester United! Moment of real quality. Martial puts them ahead. He's been quiet. He hasn't really been at it. He hasn't been forceful and physical enough. But when that arcing, delicious cross came in from the right hand side, he rose earlier. He got his head to it, and then comes a corner. Anthony Martial and Harry Maguire provided the goals in a 2-0 United win. There was a question mark over Maguire as to whether he should still be on the pitch when he scored. The United defender looked to have kicked striker Michi Bashuai in the groin in the first half. Chelsea had two second-half goals disallowed by VAR for a foul and offside. They remain fourth in the table. United are up to seventh. Liverpool are in Champions League action tonight as they take on Spanish side Atletico Madrid in the quarterfinals. Captain Jordan Henderson is returning to the stadium where Liverpool were crowned European champions last season. It'll be a really tough test for us、um, going over there, but one we've got to just go, give everything like we always do, and hopefully get a good result in the first leg. Going back to Madrid, obviously to that stadium where you won it, it'll be special for you personally and and the team. Happy memories. Yeah, it will be, but business as usual, you know.、Um, go there and hopefully we can put on a good performance and get the result we want.、Um, but yeah, hopefully it's happy memories still after the game. Tonight's other quarterfinal first leg has the German side Borussia Dortmund hosting the French champions Paris Saint Germain, and that's your look at sports. And when the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive warns that Hong Kong residents quarantined on a cruise ship in Japan will be put on a watch list if they refuse to evacuate. And HSBC's interim boss warns the bank isn't delivering acceptable returns. The news from RTHK.
Afternoon and welcome to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, the eighteenth of February is today's date. Many thanks once again to Karen Co sitting in for me yesterday. We've got a busy show today. We're talking uh, first of all uh, to Alison Halexa, who's a psychotherapist at the OTMP MindWorks Clinic. We'll be chatting a little bit more about why investing in mental health in the workplace is good for businesses and what can companies do to do that. Especially now, sometimes uh, some of the employees are working from the home. Maybe there are certain measures that uh, businesses can roll out uh, to help with uh, work-life balance and also to uh, uh, aid mental health uh, support here in Hong Kong. And we want to hear from you as well. So feel free to drop us an email. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find us on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK 